What up guys, Cole here, and what I wanna talk about in this video is how to actually increase your sales team's production by anywhere from 50% to even all the way up to 100%, so doubling their production through follow-up. And what we're not gonna talk about is the exact follow-up strategies or cadence or like what messages to send. We have all that stuff, but that's not gonna be this video. We're actually gonna talk about something more important, which is getting a culture, a sales culture in place that really produces the motivation for these sales reps to do a lot of follow-up because that's the main reason teams fail and their reps don't do follow-up is really because of a lack of motivation and a laziness that's bred in the culture and not necessarily them not having all the tools, processes, systems, CRM, tracking, whatever. And just to give you an example of this and really the power of this, when I was a full-time sales rep, a full-time closer, I would do about $400,000 a month cash. Okay, and for our industry, that was pretty good at the time based on what I was selling, there was a lot of units of the certain price point. And uh, most of our sales cycle was about seven days. Okay, so leads would come in, I would take the call, and within about seven days, usually they would one call close or two call close, but usually within, within about a week, they would close. And uh, for our industry in terms of standards, after that, like most sales reps aren't really gonna follow up past two, three weeks tops. Now, part of the reason I was so good is because out of that $400,000 a month cash, about 200 of that was about one call close or like within seven days, but the other 200 was from long-term follow-up and pipeline management. So when I say long-term follow-up, I don't mean like, oh, well, we talked like last week and then we're following up this week. What I mean is I had people I was talking to for a year, people I was talking to for six months, nine months, um, a long time, <laughs> for our industry at least, for like SaaS sales cycles, that might be normal, right? But people I was talking to way beyond the norm of what was normal in our industry who would come back into the fold and close. And so about 50% of my deals were from, were from like a one call close, seven day time frame. The other 50% were from six months ago, nine months ago, and deals I had been nurturing in my pipeline forever. Now, um, if there's a SaaS example, maybe your deal cycle is six months, but ask yourself the question, do your reps close you know, deals that were from a year and a half ago, a, a year ago, et cetera, right? So this stuff will apply to that as well. So basically, here's the thing. How was I able to do that? And since then, how I've been able to transfer that exact skill set to my sales team? Well, everybody wants, when it comes to follow-up, everybody wants to know, you know, what are the right processes? What are the right systems? What is the right follow-up cadence? And while all those things are important, what's far, far more important is cultivating a sales culture, cultivating an environment around the sales team that creates massive amounts of intrinsic motivation for them to do follow-up, okay? A massive amounts of follow-up for that, for that matter. So what's far more important is the key is to create an environment and a culture within your sales team that produces massive amounts of intrinsic motivation with the sales reps to do massive amounts of follow-up. Now, you're probably asking, okay, great. So how do I do that? And just to be clear here, when I say intrinsic motivation, intrinsic motivation means there's a motivation, there's intrinsic and extrinsic. So there's a motivation to do things for your reasons, whereas extrinsic is a motivation to do something for external reasons, right? So if I'm like beating down the sales reps and I'm saying, you know, you need to do 10 follow-up touches a day. You need to do this, that, and this, this a day. They're doing, they're gonna complete those activities, but it's because they're doing it because I told them to, not because they're doing it for their own reasons, right? Intrinsic is them doing it for their reasons, not your reasons. So anyways, back to the question, how do you create an environment and a culture that produces massive amounts of intrinsic motivation, okay? 
So the step number one, there's two steps. Step number one is to create a high performance culture to where not hitting projections, not hitting their numbers is unacceptable. Okay, so you have to have massive amounts of radical transparency and accountability, right? So with our team, we set projections the beginning of the month, beginning of the Monday, or Monday, beginning of the week, and we also review them every single day. So every single day in our sales meetings, we have daily sales meetings, which you have to have to be able to do this. We set projections every single day. And we say, okay, we projected 30 for the month, we're here. We projected this many for the week, we're here. We're projecting this yesterday, this is what we actually hit yesterday. So there's massive amounts of accountability here. Massive amounts of accountability. And within our culture, we have a culture where it doesn't matter if you miss projections by one, if you missed it by whatever, not hitting the numbers you said you were going to hit is unacceptable. That's breaking a promise to yourself. So this is one of the best frameworks I learned from one of my previous mentors. So that's step number one, is you have to create a sales culture where not hitting projections is not acceptable. And this will really start to take effect. You'll see the power of this when you have a culture, and let's say like we have probably 15 sales reps now, and you'll create a uh, culture where you know usually about 12 of your reps hit their numbers every single week. And sure, you have the guys who miss every now and then, but for the most part, everybody's hitting their numbers because they're accurately projecting, and at the same time, they're hedging their behavior to such a high extent to where in the worst case scenario, they're going to hit those projections. And that creates predictability and also the feeling of control and that feeling of control lends to certainty and certainty sells. So step number one, creating, creating a sales culture, creating an environment where not hitting projections is unacceptable. Step number two is helping coaching your team, or sorry, coaching your team and helping them set projections to where they can actually really only hit those projections through follow-up alone. So for our team, for instance, you know, let's say, that the most deals that you could probably hit realistically through a one call close just relying on inbound leads alone and not doing any self-gen, any follow-up is like four deals a week. So I'm going to coach my team to set projections to essentially where, you know, maybe I'm, I'm helping them set up for six or for seven. Okay, I want them to set their projections so high to where essentially they could do everything right they could do their own self-gen, their own follow-up. They could just tear apart their pipeline, do massive amounts of follow-up and crush it on the one call close in their seven day sales cycle. I want to have them set their projections so high to where they could literally execute a perfect week and they're only to be about 70 to 75% chance that they could hit their projections, okay? So they could literally do everything perfectly and still miss. But most times if they do everything perfectly, they're going to hit it. Now, what that does, Okay, so I wanna help coach them to where I kinda of hit that sweet spot of 70% correctly and they could still miss. And I actually got that framework from the uh, former COO of IBM was something he did with all his employees. So what that actually does is it stretches them because they have to put together, like they're gonna be in this mindset to where they literally gotta execute everything perfectly each week to hit projections and they could still miss. And what's gonna happen is they're going to, I mean, not only are there, is their level of motivation and level of action they're gonna take a way up, but they're going to, by nature, by pressure of trying to hit those projections, because again, the culture is not hitting those projections, it's not acceptable. So it's gonna create a, like a pressure cooker that's gonna cause them to innovate. And so, you know, now I'm a sales consultant, sales trainer, and all of these things, and a lot of what I teach clients is stuff that I innovated while at my former company. Um, because we had these things in place. And like I could have executed the perfect week, done you know 
tons of crazy stuff on my pipeline, tons of self-gen. I could have been a beast on the phone, one call close, all of those things. And still, um, I could miss projections, you know, if just there was a weird week or something like that. And so the pressure to hit the projections because the standard was so high caused me to innovate all of these different things that I teach today, especially on the follow-up, the lead generation side. I mean, there's certain follow-up strategies that I just made up that um, because of this pressure I was under, I just made up and, you know, since then have made us millions of dollars, right? And so you might be watching this thinking like, okay, that's a little bit intense, like having, you know, setting that not like, basically that super high standards, super high accountability culture where not hitting projections is unacceptable and then coaching them, helping them set their projections to where they could execute the week almost perfectly and only only 70 to 75% chance they could hit it. You might think that like that's pretty intense, but it's really a gift you can give to your sales team. They're going to be able to grow, innovate. It's going to stretch them in such a way to where they're going to be able to do things that they didn't even thought was uh, previously possible for themselves. And if you've ever been an employee for a company, one of the worst things is feeling like you're not growing, right? And if you do this correctly, um, they're gonna feel like they're growing, which is gonna make them fulfilled. And because you have a standard where not hitting projections is unacceptable and their projections are only achievable if they do follow up because their projections are that high, what's gonna happen is you're not gonna have to worry about the processes and the systems and the cadence or whatever. They're just gonna do follow up, right? And a lot of it because it's the only way they can hit their projections. Now, you gotta make sure when you're coaching them to set their projections high, you have to make sure you're understanding the salesperson. Like what is important to them? What are their goals? You know, what are the things non-monetary and monetarily that they want for themselves? And so once we understand that, we can understand, okay, well how much money do they have to make a year through this position to be able to fulfill those things? Then we break that down, okay, that means this amount of quarter, this amount of month, this amount of week. And now when we're tying it to the monetary goals or non-monetary goals that they told us as, as, you know, let's say we're the sales manager, they told the sales manager that's important. Now we can coach them through how to set their projections in such a way that allows them to achieve those goals or hedges to where they can achieve those goals. So then when we're telling them to set that high projection, maybe they can do four one call close where we're coaching them to set a seven, we can tie it back to, you know, because they want to buy a new home, because they want to do this for their wife, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right, so again, it's, it's, it's playing off that intrinsic motivation, doing it for their reasons, not your reasons. So again, to recap, two big key things in creating intrinsic motivation in your sales team. Number one, setting up an environment and a culture to where not hitting projections is unacceptable. Right, high accountability, high radical transparency, not hitting your numbers, saying you're gonna do a number one week and not doing it is not acceptable. That has to be big, that has to be there. Can't just be something you say you're gonna do and then you're not gonna do. Like, it has to be there. Number two is then coaching and leading the team in such a way where they're setting projections high enough to where those are essentially only um, achievable through follow-up. Like, they're not gonna be able to only hit the hot deals, the new incoming inbound leads, one call closes. If they do that alone, they're not gonna hit their projections, right? So if those are high enough to where they're only achievable with follow-up, that follow-up is naturally gonna take place. And the sweet spot, again, is set them high enough to wear through if they did everything perfectly. Follow-up, self-gen, one-call close, all of that stuff all together, maybe a 70% chance they're gonna hit it. Because that is going to stretch them to levels they never knew were capable of. So that's all I got for this video. Hopefully that was helpful. Um, if you liked it, drop a comment below, subscribe to the channel, give me a like, and uh, we'll see you in the next video.